ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the most famous words in motorsports with your host, Lugs and the Gas Man. Ladies and gentlemen, start your podcast. Hey folks, welcome back to another week of Wrecking and Racing. I am your host, the Gas Man, with my co-host with the most, who eats toast. <laughs> lugs all right lugs yeah happy uh wednesday lugs happy birthday gas man it's not my birthday tomorrow eh, who cares yeah shut up I'm gonna play, we're not, we're I'm not gonna just... play happy birthday song here hold on let me, <laughs> let me load it up we uh uh we're not going to discuss that on the show oh but we already did <laughs> <laughs> i'm the one that edits the show just remember, just remember <laughs> that Anyway, moving on past that, but thank you. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> that's why we're not discussing it, because <laughs> I am old. Ah, uh, man. What would it be to be 20 again? Halfway to 70. Man, if I could just feel the same way that, I don't know, like Eric Jones feels. How old is he, like 22? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Joey Logano? You know, that's crazy. Okay. So Joey Logano is significantly younger than I am. We are, and it feels like he's been around forever. Well, what his rookie season was two thousand nine. He was like what eighteen? Eighteen, exactly. So he's been ten years. So he's twenty eight. Yeah. He's a ten year veteran. He's twenty eight years old. Yeah. He's still not a baby though. No, no, definitely not. But well, compared to us, he is. <laughs> They said it's what it feels like. I don't, you get over 30, it's just I think once you hit 25, it's just. <laughs> I say 30, you it's say 25. It's all the same. It's all the same. It's all sad, depressive. It, yeah, I, I guess guess you're right. So this is an exciting episode. We have some freebies to give out. Cool. Yeah, though, not really free. Well, it is freebies, but the giveaways. Contest. Yeah, the giveaway. contest. One was on Twitter. One was on uh, Facebook. We'll get to that in just a moment. Let's start off with uh, beer, right? Yeah. All right. Funny, whenever right. we were, uh, we went and grabbed dinner before this, my <laughs> next door neighbor was carrying two 30-packs of Bush Light in his house. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, hey, let's fight into the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Guest speaker tonight. <laughs> anyway, folks, as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for telling people about us. If you haven't, please do. That's how... People learn about us is by the word of mouth. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button to listen to us. What else you got from Lux? Uh, that's it, man. You Just follow us, Twitter, you, Facebook, whatever. Yeah, you nail We it don't do head. much on Instagram, uh, but we try to post a lot on Twitter and Facebook at least. Yeah. Lugs does a good job with that. I suck at it. <laughs> it's about 50-50. Yeah. Between the two platforms, something like that. But you know what? If you want to talk to us, get our opinion about something, tell us that we sound like crap, or tell us we're beautiful, you can always reach us because we will always reply if we can. Which <laughs> I don't we, know. We always do. Yes, I don't know if we've had a instance of a fan reaching out to us that we have not. We have a hundred percent response rate on Facebook. Well, there you go, and it's rapid response is what it says too. <laughs> I think it says rapid response. I might say like fast response. Or Gasman literally stays up at night waiting for your messages. I literally do not. <laughs> I do sleep. But our fans are our number one importance for this podcast. So I try to answer all the questions I can as fast as I can. Because I want you, it, it's all about customer service. You're our customer. We're providing our vocal service to you. So why, why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> I thought to myself when you said, you know, try to answer their question as quick as you can. I thought... Yeah, your punctuation proves that. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say it because I wanted to be nice, but then yeah. you asked about it. So. so now I just choked on my drink, too. <laughs> but, yes, you are right. It's not me. It's my damn phone. <laughs> because I obviously I have my phone in my hand 24-7, and the damn thing is a Chinese phone. So the English language is not its first language. So you go to type something in, and 
thinks you're saying something else is completely not right. You're typing so damn fast, you hit enter or send or whatever, then you're like, oh, shit, it autocorrected half my words to completely <laughs> wrong words. Yeah. And my phone, I mean, it really does throw some very weird spaces in and guesses at words, like, completely. <laughs> it's very obnoxious. I love my phone. Don't get me wrong. I love my phone, but it's not the best when it comes to autocorrect <laughs> by any means. If you have a fix for that other than, hey, get an iPhone, go blow yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting an iPhone. Not going to happen. No, thank you. Oh, talk about phones. So my, my dad used technology illiterate. Uh, he got a new smartphone this weekend. Oh, yeah. I got it all set up for him and stuff. And what did, what, on his what home, did he get? Uh, some kind of LG. I don't know. LG something. But anyway, on his homepage, I got it set up. With Google Podcasts on his homepage, set to our uh, set to our show. Oh, because he was that? just making a comment the other day. I asked him something about listening to the show. He said he can't find it anymore. The reason why he can't find it anymore because he doesn't know how to operate his phone. Well, that so I got that <laughs> fixed for him. That makes sense. Yeah, cool. Now he can send you more harassing cowbush messages. <laughs> All the time. Why ain't you talking about that damn cow, cow bush? Shut up, Dad. The old man, go back to sleep. <laughs> uh, so this week, uh, you know, I'm on. I'm on title of this show this week. The race Kyle didn't win, but but should have. <laughs> was no. going to. No. He was. Karma. Karma. Well, let's talk about it though. Let's go ahead and get the drawings out of the way. You want to do that first? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that first. Just knock it out. Because nobody's going to list, listen past this point anyway. So <laughs> let's just knock it out. Not with that attitude. <laughs> anyway, our uh, Twitter winner. So let's just pick a name here. Uh, we have like 200 entries or more. Let's just choose a name. Uh, Corey, Corey Yates. Like C. Mango. Is his Twitter handle something like that? C Mango. I can't see it, so I don't. Know. You look at me like I'm supposed to help you out here. I no, I'm just I'm just looking at you in general because you're a beautiful specimen. Thank you. But yeah, no problem. But yeah, uh, Corey Gates at C Mango. Um, his profile says fun, fun, and great to be around. Love to travel and meet people. Fan of Uga Go Dogs. I'm assuming that stands for University of Georgia. Go Braves, NASCAR 88, 4, 2, 9, and some other drivers, but love NASCAR in general. So great person to win that, that award. Awesome. So, Mr. Corey Yates, message us, wreckingracing at gmail.com. Get us your address, and we'll get this lighter shipped off to you. That was the Twitter contest. Let's switch over to our Facebook contest. Ba-ba-ba-boom. We had a whole bunch of entries on this, too, so let's just grab a name here. What are you doing all there while I'm picking these names? I'm trying to find out what race. Um, there was an altercation at Bowman Gray. I did not hear anything about that. Yeah, and I don't know who the drivers were. And I can't find it. But I seen it a couple days ago. And now, of course, I when I want to talk about it, I can't find it. But essentially, uh, I'll tell you here in a minute. Go ahead. All right, so our Facebook winner is for the uh, Dell Senior Oreo Diecast uh, thing is Kyle Barkley from Six Mile, South Carolina. So, six Mile. Yeah, not M&M's Eight Mile. This is Six Mile. So almost Eight Mile. Almost Eight Mile. So Eight Mile would be Detroit. <laughs> yeah, that's my guess, yes. I guess that's where M&M's so from, right? We'd be like Seven Mile. <laughs> kind of in between the two. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to look at it. So, Kyle Barkley, message us, wreckingracing at gmail.com. Address, info, and we'll get you the diecast out. Are we posting these on there too, or are we going to make them listen? We'll probably post it. Nobody listens. If they don't claim it, though, they we will move do it. on yeah. to someone else. Yep, which that's happened before. Yeah. All right. So, this week, the race that Kyle Bush did not win. <laughs> You talk like he's like some kind of god or something. 
I just talk about them the way the rest of the media talks about them. Mm. Del Jr.'s not around anymore. Somebody's got to take over the platform of <laughs> second coming of Jesus. Yeah, it's not him, though. Maybe That's it's not. Chase Elliott. Well, <laughs> and the media acts like it's him. Let's, let's admit, the media's all over Kyle Busch. Yeah. They're well, he, all... But he brings that on himself. Yeah. So, let's start before we get to the outcome of the race. Yeah. Let's... We'll talk about qualifying <laughs> for the race. Shit show? Shit show qualifying? Yeah. Yeah. So, I enjoy qualifying, but it's at a point now, it's like, this is just coming fucking ridiculous. At the mile and a half, so yeah. Absolutely. Where drafting plays a key, you know, pivotal role in it. Yeah, it's it's just stupid. So kind of outline for us what happened this week. In well, it's the same thing that's happened the last few races at, of the season at, at California and Las Vegas. Everybody waits to the very last second of each round because they don't want to be the first car out there because uh, they're going to be the slowest punch in the hole in the air. So everybody's waiting to the last very, you know, basically 45 seconds to a minute, however long it takes to get off pit road, get up to speed, get around to take the green flag and get a lap in. So uh, everybody played the game again this week, and it's just getting old, man. It's just getting yeah. old. So I seen that Clint Boyer was upset with Ryan Newman. Yeah, so they made the new rule change was that if you didn't attempt to make a lap, then you were going to have to – your all all of your rounds, all your timing, and regardless of round, would be disallowed. You'd start in the back. And they also made the rule where if you pull out of your staging point on pit lane, you had to leave. You couldn't you know, stop and block anybody else in, which is exactly what Ryan Newman did. He basically blocked Boyer in, which, you know, judging by the – the camera he probably could have cleared and got around him but being in the cockpit cinched down to a racing seat it's probably hard for him to tell if he had clearance to get around him or not and i don't know i understand that clint was upset about it but it kind of goes back to what kyle said a few weeks ago don't hate the players hate the game right because nascar is the one that's put him in this box so i mean i don't want to see him go back to single file qualifying that's what's going to happen it looks like that's where it's going because they can't figure something else out it's it's sad it's just it's just frustrating because i actually do kind of enjoy this cat and mouse game what if they put like a not a fox car but just like a nascar car out there that's making fucking speed you know and you know what if you want to go draft off of that car go do it hmm Who's going to drive it? Todd Bodine? Brett, Brett, <laughs> never Bodine? make speed Brett then. Bodine? Yeah. Uh, man. I, I don't know the answer. I, I'm thinking here. I really don't know that's, the answer. That's, I, don't, I don't know. It might be a crappy answer, but, but that's here's my the answer. Thing. Here's the thing. What happened with Suarez? Dude, he, yeah. And Suarez defied all of them, for yeah. those of you that didn't watch qualifying. He just said, screw you, went out there, laid a lap down, and it was still like he in qualified the top fourth. six. He yeah. qualified fourth. Yeah. Fourth. By himself. Yeah. So I don't understand why we're still playing the game then. If he proved that it's pointless. Yeah. So obviously it's not going to be uh, an issue this weekend because we're going to be at Bristol, and the next weekend we'll be at Richmond. So. But so we, we got a little bit of a break of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think we go to Talladega maybe. So we've still got we got three four we got an off week in there too. So about yeah. four weeks so before. Yeah, we get back to uh, another mile and a half, but. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what answer that they're going to be able to come up with. That's going to make everybody happy. And Steve O'Donnell and Steve Phelps are all talking about possibly going back to the single car runs. Just do like one round. I, wonder, ah, like I old mean, I, they, I don't. They didn't really discuss that far. They just talked about just single car runs. I mean, they would have to almost. I can't see them doing too much of rounds with single. I mean, they could. It's just it wouldn't be. That's what truck series does. Yeah. They do two rounds, but you know only the top twelve would advance. But they're single file, so I don't know. Uh, we'll see. But it's again, it's just frustrating. So uh, that and they instituted the pit road speed, and that got a couple drivers. They forgot about it whenever they were leave, either leaving pit road or coming back in, yeah. and then had their times disallowed. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But um, what's your thoughts? We'll move on to the race next. 
Did you watch the whole race? Did you? I watched ninety five percent of it. Okay. Unfortunately, I had to take my daughter somewhere, so I did miss. But I listened to it on the radio. Whenever I wasn't watching, I was listening to it on the okay. radio. Okay. What'd you think of it? <clears throat> I mean, I. It, it's been. I'm trying to think of the best way to put it. I enjoyed it. It wasn't like super fascinating, but for there was what a lot Texas, of good action going on. Yeah, for what Texas usually gets, I thought it was pretty decent. It was better than last falls texas race yeah. by far yeah and that's the one that chase and other people were chastised and saying they ruined the track because of what they did in turns yeah. one right. and two but this weekend they put down you know some sort of compound track and compound, also right. drug tires and i think that helped um but yeah i thought it was a pretty decent race overall there was a lot of action throughout the pack you've seen cars actually racing and yeah, making yeah, passes. Yeah, you can see some cars actually be able to move up through the field if they got put back there if they had a decent car. Right. I mean, look at it's, Hamlin. He came back from two penalties to yeah. win the race eventually. Yeah, so I think I, – I mean, overall, yeah, I enjoyed it. I liked it. I mean, it wasn't like the best race of the season by any means, but for fin- Texas, finish, I thought it was pretty good. The finish was a little anticlimactic. And, you know, yeah, but how far back was second and third place? Not that far, really. Uh, a couple seconds. I mean, yeah, I mean they, they weren't it up wasn't to like six. Yeah, but, it wasn't like but, six seconds behind, yeah. ten seconds behind. It was like they were, they were still there. They yeah. just weren't there. Right. So you didn't see anybody just check out like no. last year. And, Harvick would just And that's decimate. kind of been what's going on this season. No one's really checking out this season. It's kind of like they'll get out front, stay out front, true. But – you have people coming back trying to get wins, like Keselowski on – was it Bush that won that race? Or Keselowski came in and started pushing. Or it was Logano. But bottom line is you don't have people winning by six, ten seconds this year right yeah. now. You got two seconds. Well, well, we'll see what happens when we get to Coke 600. That's That one's usually the test. And we'll be there. <laughs> yeah. So, fans, if you're there, reach out to us. We'll meet up with you. We'll give you a hug for listening to the show. At least lugs will. <laughs> So let's. By the way, Lugs, you're giving hugs out for free while we're at the Coke 600. I'm just throwing that out there. Buy me enough beers and that'll happen. (laughs) Okay. Um. So any other other takeaways? I've got an obvious one, so I'm sure you'll probably bring. bring Uh, The weekend, the race. What specifically? Yeah, for for the race, finishing or otherwise. Well, I mean. it was kind of interesting. We actually finally seen Chevy's perform a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Saw a little resurgence from Hendrick. Yeah. And we seen the Penske's not perform so well. Exactly. Exactly. Which. I was kind of surprised by, to be honest with you. I don't know if the Blaney and Kozlowski issue, were those related? Did they ever see or did you ever see anything on that? No. I didn't either. But then, you know, Logano, he didn't have engine issues, but he had some sort of brace issue with the hood. That was weird. I don't ever remember in all the years that I've been watching a hood like concave down yeah. into yeah itself like that probably with, some, with the hood pins still attached yeah, you probably know? some kind of cheating that was going to be caught or something <laughs> yeah oh. i don't know uh i think on race hub they said there's like two braces in there that broke so you know interesting but and then harvick wasn't a player no i mean stuart haas was in the top 10 but suarez i mean had a pretty strong looking car you know suarez was really kind of Impressed me these last two three races. Yeah, hey, you know who else has impressed me? Me. Oh, you're always impressed. Me. Uh, I mean, surprisingly impressed me is Austin Dillon is actually having somewhat of a decent season. Yeah. He's actually, I think he's had better runs this season already than he did all last year. I would agree. Yeah, I would agree. Um, and then you know we saw from the offset Jimmy Johnson and Byron qualify really well. Um, and you know. Chase and Bowman was going to Bowman had a lot of speed till he crashed and, and qualifying. So what's the deal with Bowman, man? He is crafting it up this season. I don't know, man, but he he better get get the he's uh, ship big... righted or he's yeah. he's going to be the next man out for sure. Yeah, I mean he's now this be interesting. I'm not saying that it should happen or it's going to happen, but you know how the Toyota camp is like we got to keep Chris Bell, we got to keep Chris Bell. We're going to find a way to keep Chris Bell. Mm-hmm. What if Hendrix went in and Hendrix? Hendrick went <laughs> you in. You sound like one of the fans yeah, on know, Twitter right. now. What Spelled Hendrick, Jimmy with a Y. Hendrick went in and like snatched him up from underneath Toyota for like to drive the ADA. Bell? I mean, that's that'd be interesting. What's happened? Oh, Toyota be fuming. That's what happened fuming. with Larson. That's, I mean, that's my point. Is Gregson. that it's happened? 
Elliot to a degree. Not really. I mean, Byron. Uh, Larson is who I was thinking. Sorry. Yeah. Larson, not Elliot. Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't. It's a it's a dog eat dog, dog eat dog sport, man. So it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me. I'd be okay with it. I guess. I think. I don't know. I never really thought about it. I mean, it. you have a talent like Chris Bell, who needs to be in Cup. And then you <laughs> if have... you're Chris Bell, do you want to go to Hendrick Motorsports? Well, I think you look at that and say they'll write that ship sometime, and I can be there to one help write, be the be the go in there and be the, the one that sets it straight, you know. Yeah. So so potentially yes, because I mean, where's the Toyota? I mean, again, next year Toyota, where's he gonna go? Yeah, that's that's what everybody wants to know. So if they come in and say, you know, Alex Bowman this season's not performing where he should be, last year he didn't do great, but he didn't do bad. But this year he's wrecking a lot. He's just putting himself in questionable spots. Maybe that opens the door for someone like a Chris Bell to take the eighty eight spot. I mean I'm just saying with with the history yeah, Hendrick had I mean, yeah. grabbing these Toyota drivers anyway and pissing Toyota. Money off. talks, man. That's all it's yeah. that's all it is. They really honestly, you know, so Time will tell us that. Um, some other takeaways: a lot of pit mistakes this weekend. There, there has been most every weekend. Yeah, so I mean, uh, <laughs> the king of speeding penalties, <laughs> Hamlin. I, I was laughing at his issues, and then he comes back and wins the damn race. Yeah. Um, Jones. No, Jones spun out on on the. Yeah, he spun out beginning. beginning. Didn't somebody take? Uh, no, that was in the Xfinity race. Jones was in the Xfinity race and took his pit can with him out of the box. So I was, I was getting that mixed up. What about up the beginning of the race when race. Kyle missed his pit stall? Yeah, that was another one. And then uh, there was an issue. Someone's jack broke, remember? Then someone's jack actually broke. Yeah, and someone's then, jack broke. And I think it's his, like, $8,000 jack or something. Yeah. And then Byron, uh, I guess he hit not any of his wrongdoing, but an air gun broke. Yeah. So the poor crew guy is like screaming you know he's yeah. on the right rear screaming for an air gun and there's like nobody paying him any attention in the pit box he literally had to run around the car go back to the pit box get the air gun and go all the way back like shouldn't somebody be yeah so watching as for the ones who do not know the pit guns are regulated by nascar they are nascar equipment mm -hmm. and this all started last season you remember the it, first like five races last yeah. season? Everybody's bitching about these guns breaking. And it's really been a non-point up to. Yep, I haven't heard anything more about it since like the fifth race last year. Yeah, uh, but essentially each team's given like an a spare gun because these these air guns are regulated by NASCAR to hand it out. Uh, you would think with that being the case, and you you would almost I would think you'd almost go into it with blind expectations or your expectations are that this is going to happen. Mm -hmm. So you, there, the contingency plan. Right. So what's the contingency plans, Lug? It would be have someone monitoring the pit stop to look for the situation, have one at the wall ready to go. You would think so. You know, I mean, you can't touch the ground stepping over or laying right. over pit wall, but is there anything against having a gun sitting on top of pit wall ready to go just in case it screws up? Well, or at least behind the ledge. I mean, yeah. Geez. Instead of all the way around, there's not the pit box. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was just like, what the hell? But somehow he fin came back to finish sixth. Uh, Johnson fifth. We'll just run down the top five here. Eric Jones fourth. Saw some muscle from yeah. him this weekend. Yeah. Uh, Suarez third and Boyer second. Uh, and then on the other side of things, Almarola seventh, Harvick eighth. Kurt Busch, ninth, Kyle Busch, 10th. So we're saying the Stuart Haas guys didn't sh show a whole lot, but actually they did. Yeah. They, they all finished in the top the eight. Top. Yeah. And just for Harvick, usually the breadwinner of the group, he was the last of the group. Right, right. Yeah, we're not seeing the, the Harvick that we saw last year, but, I mean, he's still there, just not leading the laps and just not the dominance as he much. Had. Yeah. So eventually that's going to parlay into a win, but – um, trying to think if there was any other takeaways aside from the Pinsky issue. So, so I mean, let's let me ask you this: It's only one race, obviously, but you think this is kind of the 
things trending in the opposite, the better direction for Hendrick or Chevy overall. I mean, we didn't really see uh, any. I mean, Larson, he seemed to be having some decent speed, but then he pounded the wall. I think he had a tire let go or coming uncorded, I think is what they said. I mean, I have to I have to say yes, that they're, that they're just a little bit closer to that. That uh, d- not dominance, but that back to where they were. Mm-hmm. Um, I I definitely say that this. I don't think. I guess what I'm trying to say is that this race is not an outlier. I think you're starting to see the Chevrolets finally getting in gear. Because like I said, you're also seeing Austin Dillon, Daniel Hemrick's actually had some decent runs this season. He screwed him up with a couple of things here and there. But overall, he's done pretty well. Yeah. Um. You know who I'm not really hearing. Their name a lot lately. They had a st- st- good start to the to the season. It's Benedetto. He finished twenty sixth on Sunday, one spot above Parker Clickerman. But I do want to give props to Michael McDowell in the thirty four. He finished fifteenth. Good. So good run for that. Yeah. That team. Um. I had I seen someone ask this on and this is kind of off the wall and I apologize. Someone on Twitter says, if there's one person in the NASCAR garage that has a punchable face. Now, not one that you necessarily, like, you, someone you hate, but just literally their face is so punchable. Who would it be? This was a thing on Twitter? Yeah, someone asked this on Twitter today. And I just laughed because the first name that came to mind for some reason, I don't know why, Michael McDowell. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I have no idea why. Maybe it's because he got in that fight with Suarez a couple weeks ago. I, I don't know. I just literally, as soon as I read that, his first name popped in my mind. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't condone violence, so I can't really <laughs> pick a person. Uh, a couple years ago, I would have told you Kozlowski, but so like, again, it's not someone you like dislike or anything. Just you look at him, you're like, man, I could just punch him in the face, <laughs> right in the suck hole. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'll think about that one. I'll get you back at the end of the podcast. Okay. Uh, but really, you know, any other takeaways? I don't really have a whole lot more. The, uh, I did see Jeff Gluck's poll was 69% did say this was a good Texas race. Mm-hmm. And that is actually the highest of all his polled Texas races. Nice. I mean, I don't see how you could really be mad at, at the product that we saw Sunday, you know? Most people, the... the uh, Thirty-one percent there that voted no were probably Denny Hamlin haters. Would, <laughs> would be my guess. Yeah, that's probably a large portion of it. Like I, I honestly believe like most of that, like a good probably twenty-five percent of that poll each week is determined by people just hating whoever yeah. the winner is. And there's always gonna be people ah stage racing. I'm against it. Who probably didn't watch the race. They just said no automatically. Right. Right. Uh. Okay, well, if you don't have anything else, we can move on. Uh, so, Bush was going for the three-peat this weekend. Yeah, he's going for the sweep. He, so, he obviously did win the Xfinity race and the Truck Series race on Friday and Saturday. Um, any any news there on Xfinity or Truck Series front? So, the Truck Series, not really anything on Xfinity, but Truck Series, you see Austin Wayne himself got suspended? I did. I had to ask myself, who's Austin Wayne Self? So, uh, I don't know a lot about him. I mean, I knew who he was, but I didn't know a lot about him, honestly. Um, but anyway, substance abuse, don't know what it was. Don't know if it was weed or... Well, he said that it was... He's known about it since, like, what, February? Uh, I don't know if he has, but, na- but he took the test it? in February. Gotcha. So, I don't know if the results just were immediate or oh. just... They had to send out for a lab, and it takes time to come back. I, I don't know. Hmm. But the test was in February. Gotcha. And he said he doesn't know. I did see it. He made a comment, something about he doesn't know how it happened, but will be, as an athlete, we'll look further into, like, what he consumes going forward. So yeah. maybe he takes some kind of, like, drug, like, or a gas station, like, weight loss pill that, like, <laughs> something cheesy like that, or do you really do that out? Like partying with Spencer. <laughs> Spencer Gallagher? Yeah. yeah. Could be. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's good. I, I wouldn't say there's a whole lot of stuff out there that could pop up, but then again, I'm not a medical professional, so I don't know. Yeah. 
Uh, but man, uh, the only other thing I had off for guy uh, is uh, Harrison Burton going to do eight races for Joe Gibbs Racing. That's cool. Yeah, and uh, the the last thing I have Good for him. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, he's definitely one of the the lead talents coming up through the ranks. Um, Jenna Fryer. And we kind of talked about this at dinner tonight. Well, hold on. Before we go on okay. to that, uh, the 2020 schedule was released for the Xfinity and Truck oh, Series yes, today. Oh, yes, so, yes, well, yes, let's yes. hit on that before we move on. Uh, so some good changes there along with the Cup Series. Big, big takeaway there is that the Xfinity Series is going back to Martinsville for the second time in 25 years. The last time they were there was 2006. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So I, I don't, don't think that would have been a give me. I don't know. I would think you'd want all of your national series to be at Martinsville. So I don't know why we've always yeah, refrained or strayed away from having Xfinity at Martinsville. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That blows my mind. I, whenever I seen that, I was like, really? Is it? What? Yeah. I just, I didn't almost feel, I almost felt like that was a lie. Other takeaways is that uh, during the Pocono doubleheader for the Cup Series, that truck and Xfinity Series are going to be there at the same time. So the truck series is going to be – race is going to be on Saturday. Is that right? Trucks on Saturday, Xfinity on Sunday. Yeah. So basically so you're going to have a double-header. Double yeah, a double-double-header. A lot of head. I heard uh, Dale Jr. say yesterday on his podcast that they are going to be shorter races. They're not. Gonna, uh, they're not going to be the typical uh, 400 really? uh, mile races for the Cup Series. They are going to be um, 350 or something. Yeah, maybe. I don't know how shortened they're hmm. going to be, but they are going to be shortened. Okay. Um, so there's that piece of news. The other big takeaway, which I'm excited for, is the two week stint that the Cup Series has off for during the Olympics that we talked about last week. Uh, truck will be racing at Eldora, one of oh, those. Oh, nice, nice. Yes, and then the other weekend, Xfinity will be at Iowa, which is usually always a good, a good track race, too. too. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So okay. we'll still have some racing going on uh, those two weeks that the big boys are off. Yeah, nice. Uh, I did also read today that Dale Jr. will be uh, in the broadcast booth for the Indy. Oh, 500. no, 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 we don't talk about, we don't talk about anything open wheel, remember? I, I didn't say anything about open wheel. I said Dale Jr. will be in the <laughs> broadcast booth Memorial Day weekend for uh, the any <laughs> <laughs> Hypocrite. Hypocrite. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I, uh, I don't man. ever remember saying we don't talk about open wheel on this show. <laughs> oh, right. We've discussed Danica Patrick enough. Mm, mm. <laughs> um. Okay, and then we'll, we can talk about the DW thing next if you want. Yeah, so J Jennifer Iyer, and most of you listeners probably know who she is. But anyway, it seems like she's a columnist, the writer. Yes. Uh, also a Associated pit Press. reporter. And is she for Associated Press, I think? Um, yeah, I, I think she pro she's probably independent that does it for multiple sources. But she did write an article for uh, AP, essentially. It basically saying what we've all been saying and we've discussed on this show about DW really does not bring much to the broadcast booth anymore. Like that one week, this gets me all the time. I like pickles. <laughs> Just commentary like that. Yeah. Doesn't contribute anything. And so basically he's just mumbling on. And, well, that, and you know what pisses me off more than anything? And this is not just on the broadcast, but in like, real life too co-workers or just general casual conversation is when people talk over other people yeah yeah and i'm not i know what you mean i'm not yeah. digging <laughs> at you i get it here yeah. um that's that's our style but like you know i, I just that's what pisses me off is like mike mike joy will be talking or saying something or gordon will be and then dw just always has to get a edge in or edge up or try to outdo or something some way to like stay relevant in the conversation i just i don't know i'm just a little tired of him that's all i don't not trying to discredit or you know say the guy's worthless or anything like what some people are saying on twitter but i just think we need a fresh breath um yeah so b bottom line is is that he's not really contributing for the advancement of the program mm -hmm. and talking about where you're 19 been what this is 18th year yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, t it's time to go, DW. 
Okay, not not being an asshole, not being a dick. It, it's just plain and simple. <laughs> Things come to an end, and it's at the end. People talking about DW talking over like Mike Joy. I remember this weekend they were talking about uh, Mike Joy said something, and then DW's like, "Well, I'm gonna go get my broom back out." Talk about Kyle Busch sweeping the weekend. And then Mike Joy said something else, and then and then of course DW had to respond yet exactly, again. Exactly, like just, always one up. Like that's like, the last the last word or whatever. I'm childish. I'm goofy. But, damn, it's like a bunch of, like, decrepit old kids in that booth. You know, and you always see, like, the smile and the sunshine portion. But I, I want to know, is there something behind the scenes that, obviously, we don't see from on the broadcast side of things? It's like, do they do they argue? Do they I mean, that's a good have question. words? or? So, you know, DW, you know, I, I almost feel like Mike Joy is right there with DW. I feel like spending so much time. You know, in you know pre-production rehearsal, you know all the practices, qualifying the race. I mean, they're together a lot. So there's got to be some friction there, you know, that we don't see. I mean, there's some of it we do see, but you know, what's what's the fallout of that fr- friction? What is that that we don't see? Because there's got to be some. Yeah, and here's what also I, I I love, and this is me being sarcastic, using the term love, is that. What do people do? They criticize everything, especially mm-hmm. with social media, correct? Mm-hmm. Why do these people not have thicker skin and just ignore this shit? Because you always have Mike Joy making some kind of smart-ass comment to a fan who says something. And the fans shouldn't say anything to begin with, but that's, that's Twitter. That's what happens. Steve O'Donnell, same shit. Where they Mike have to, Joy does that? Yeah. On Twitter? Yes. Really? Yes. Mike Joy is a condescending asshole on on, <laughs> on Twitter. That's that's my take. Hmm. I, so wouldn't, I wouldn't have pegged him. Whenever you have a difference that. of opinion, these people feel like it's you're wrong, and then they have to come out and say it. It's like, come on, man, you're like on TV, everything else. You're a celebrity, essentially, in the NASCAR world. Just keep your mouth shut. People are gonna say their crap. Just let them say. It. Don't I, I just ignore it. Mm-hmm. Let it wash off your back. Whatever. Steve O'Donnell, vice president of operations. Same damn thing. He's constantly get some thick skin. Yeah. Yeah. He's so he's so thin skinned that things bug him. He says things that are just like very we we talked about last week. Brash. He made a yeah, he made a comment to Bubba Wallace last week about yeah. well you don't even have to show up after the schedule change announcement. Yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. It's just why? Yeah. Yeah. Why? All you're doing is giving us a look at your non screen personality and see that you're really a piece of trash. Well, I just hope that if Waltrip does retire, they bring Mikey on full-time. You are going to get punched in the face. Your <laughs> face is now the most punchable face. So, no, I, I don't think – no, not definitely not Mike. But someone along the lines of Gordon bringing into into the booth, I think it would be a bit of – how many times are we talking about Alan Beswick? Yeah, but, you know, and I saw that on Reddit too. Someone made that comment and someone immediately shot down and was like, well, how could you do two have two play-by-players? So – it wouldn't make sense to have him and Mike Joy, but I would absolutely. Well, no, I'm saying you're in Mike Joy too. Yeah, absolutely. I would be okay with that. Again, we're not. We don't mean any ill will towards these people, but we just want to see a fresh change. I think it's time for a fresh change. It, it is. So and again, there's nothing wrong with that, and this isn't about bashing Mike Joy or bashing DW, yeah. but it's about calling it what it is. Yeah. The product is not delivering. Let it go. I mean, look it's at okay uh, to evolve how many change. changes NBC's had over the years. I mean, I love the NBC crew. Yeah. So before, when it was, uh, was it Steve Burns? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then for a while they had Wally Dollin back, and everybody Actually, on yeah, like the TNT. Thing. I loved Wally Dollin back. Dude. Yeah. Um, you know, Benny Parsons. Obviously, he passed away, but. You know, there's been a lot more change on the NBC side of things than what there has on the Fox. Yeah. I mean, literally the last 19 years, it's pretty much been the you know same. What? You, you know, Larry Mack, DW, and Mike Joy. Like, let's yeah. freshen it up a little bit. You know, the changes that Fox has made has been different. And I like, I like Larry Mack. I just want to throw that piece yeah. in there. It, it's like the camera angles. Remember Digger? The little. Yeah. I mean, they make such a big deal about all these different camera angles, but then leave everything else the same. It's yeah. just. They're scared to evolve, is, is my opinion. Mm-hmm. I would agree, absolutely. Uh, There's nothing wrong with it. Do it. Make a change. It's okay. So DW retires. Who was the it's magician? Okay. What was his name again? Uh, Bill Weber. Bill, yeah. Yeah. 
so he he was in there, but then you know Alan Bestwick uh, before he went to NBC. You know, one of my favorite, and I I forgot, or I'm sorry, before he went to ESPN, I really liked the ESPN broadcast when ESPN had the NASCAR races. I almost can't remember that. I remember. Well, it hasn't been that long. I remember Doctor Jerry Punch. But I, I like Doctor Jerry Punch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would like to see. I wouldn't be. I would be all right with him coming back. But it was Brad Daughtry, Rusty Wallace, and who else was it? Oh, I'm drawing a blank. I just had it. And it, I remember the, Brad. I'm trying. Was it Dale Jarrett? Um, no, it was a woman. Who was it? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Dale Jarrett was on there for a while too. Yeah. Um. Damn it! It was a woman, and I can't remember who it was, but. Regardless, I, I enjoyed. They kind of they had a pretty cohesive dynamic, and maybe that was just because it was something different from Fox. Wendy, Wendy? was it Wendy Venturini? No, uh, okay. no, she was a brunette. I'll see if I can find it here in just a second. Okay. But a- anyway, so another thing that bugged me about this is that Jenna's criticism was not invalid criticism; it was truthful criticism, and she's just saying what we've all been talking about and discussing and thinking. And, dude, they tore her ass up on Twitter yeah, today. She was just standing in opinion. She wasn't dragging anybody through the mud or yeah. trying to dog anybody. I mean, you have Dave Moody and, and Michael Waltrip and other media members like Jim Utter, et cetera, like just hating on her. And then yeah. you have people like, like Gluck coming out saying, whoa, I don't see where she's attacking anybody. Exactly. I don't know if it hurt, the attacks on her are warranted for this conversation. And I, I have to agree with Jeff Gluck on that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was Nicole Briscoe. Oh, okay. Do you remember her? Yes. She was married to IndyCar driver Ryan Briscoe, or maybe she still is. I don't know. Uh, but it was her, Brad Daughtry, Rusty Wallace, Dale Jarrett, and Andy Petrie. Andy I really Petrie, lo- yeah. That was probably my favorite, If aside from you know, Bestwick. I really liked Bestwick when he, w- he was doing it, but... I really liked ESPN's, um, you know, lineup of commentators and play-by-play. So, so anyway, so, so bring those guys in, yeah, Fox. Yeah, <laughs> do something like that. Well, Liven up a little bit. Well, I mean, I don't know what Daughtry's doing now. Uh, Rusty's on MRN. Andy went back to RCR, I believe. Right? Doesn't he have like a minority stake in RCR now? Or he's some sort of director of operations i think i really don't know yeah i'm pretty confident he is and then jared's with nbc which i like jared a lot so glad to see he's still involved with it but uh, i don't know what happened to nicole briscoe she just kind of stopped i guess but anyways uh we'll move on what else you got for us nothing let's talk about picks um i have something (laughs) going back i mentioned this earlier did you see that they had Joey Gase listed in the uh, running list and the running order for Texas, and he wasn't even in the car? <laughs> what? No, I what? I didn't see this. Joey what? Gase was not in the Texas Cup race, but they had his name on the ticker. Oh, Somebody really? else was in the car. Yeah. Oh. And so he he posted a Snapchat up on uh, Facebook, and he's like, "Really, Fox?" He's like, "I'm not in the car this weekend," and like turned the camera around he's like sitting in his basement watching the race <laughs> <laughs> no I, I didn't see that um he was in the car i know what jeb drove no jeb was in the xfinity race oh you would ask me that wouldn't you hold on it's okay no i got it right here please bear with us he's normally in the uh 66 yeah I think it was Timmy Hill. Yeah, Timmy Hill was in it. Okay. Yeah, Timmy Hill. Um, so that's about it. One other thing, uh, one of Ryan Newman's Pinsky cars back when he was with Pinsky in the what did he drive? The 01, was it? The one was an army car. Oh seven? Oh, you talking about what year or what number? No, I'm talking about the number he drove. New Newman drove the uh Oh two. Oh two. Was O two? I thought it was yeah. twelve. This was the old two. Okay. Uh, you can get it for thirty grand. Okay. It's for sale. It's a just flat out. You can just buy it. Thirty grand. It's one of cool his old. Uh, yeah, Pinsky cars. So <laughs> okay. If you got thirty grand to spend, you're a big Newman fan. 
Let me go buy one of his. What, uh, would cars. be a better investment? I think it was from 2004. Okay, what would be a better investment? It's take that 30 grand, put it on a car with our logo, like use your money to put our logo on a on a you use car. Use my money, yeah. Yeah, not not necessarily yours. Just our fans who are listening can use their money to put our logo on a car. That sounds like a good plan. Sure. Good investment. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, 2007 Dodge Charger. Oh, okay. Anyways, Neato. it's relevant. Wanted to throw it Neato. out there. Um, okay, so let's picks. talk about points and picks. Yeah. How did your yeah. picks do this weekend, Gasman? Sucker. <laughs> no, they didn't. They, hey, they did okay, but not, nothing to write home about. All right, so as usual, I'll run, I'll run do, run through. Run do, run barely, do. You barely outpointed me, and <laughs> my one of my picks finished like second to last. <laughs> Sore loser. <laughs> All right, so I'll run through, tell everybody's, announce everybody's picks and points that they accumulated this weekend, and then go back over the grand total. So, Mr. Gasman, whose birthday is tomorrow, Ch- had Harvick and Logano. Uh, obviously, Logano had not the greatest race, uh, but he still scored 59 points. That's fair, fair amount of points. I had Kyle Busch and Blaney, and I was looking really damn good until A, Blaney blew up, and B, Kyle bounced off the wall. Uh, but somehow I managed to scrape 53 points together, only because they had good stage finishes and wins. Uh, Jeff Stainhook had Kyle Busch and Logano, so he scored 67 points. Pretty good haul there. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Adams, who would have thought that this picking would have paid off, but uh, Chase Elliott and Jimmy Johnson. He took home 74 points. Wow. Uh, John Elliott, Kurt Busch, and Truex, 53 points. Not bad. And Daniel Cameron, Kevin Harvick, and Logano, 59 points. Also, I'm jealous. Daniel Cameron went to Ultra Music Fest, and I really want to go to that someday, so just a little bit jealous (laughs) there. Uh, Eddie Greer had Chase and Blaney. I went to the Fire Festival. (laughs) <laughs> right, just uh, as much as everybody else has. <laughs> yeah, that, now that is true. Yeah, uh, Eddie Greer had Chase and Blaney scoring forty-eight points. Jessica Mueller pick someone different, damn it, <laughs> for the like fifth week and fifth out of six weeks pick the same two drivers: Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch. She scored sixty-six points. She is consistent, uh, though. I mean, as in, like, yes. scoring points. So I want to know the standings. How close am I to taking the lead? So we did have a little bit of movement this week. Okay. Um, Gas man at first? You're still not first. F-U. Although you did close the gap up a little bit. So I'm still your points leader with 527 points. You are second with 516 points. But close behind us, who's also entered the 500 realm of points jessica miller 508 so what's what what's my points what was her points you're she's eight points behind you 516 to 508 oh damn and you, you know what's crazy so that means she's like 16 points behind you yeah and she missed the race and she missed the race yeah <laughs> she missed the race john elliott's not too far behind in fourth 467 points okay. jeff stainhook 440 wow, joseph adams 422 daniel cameron 416 and eddie Missed a couple races, two fifty-two. Yeah, but man, you can really make up a lot of ground on a race. Yeah, or you can lose a lot of ground on a race. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so it looks like we saw Joseph Adams step up to sixth, and Daniel Cameron slipped to seventh there over the weekend. But nonetheless, that could all change next week because literally, I think, I mean, I could literally probably fall realistically to fifth or sixth place if i have a really bad weekend i'm okay with that, that you or fall. you could fall uh, no, no, no. In fifth or you. sixth. i'm just saying it's it could happen um so i really want to branch out on my picks this weekend but i don't because i really like my points lead should i branch out this weekend gas man i mean of course i'm gonna say yes but i really don't i mean i to me there's 10 drivers you can choose for this race two drivers 10 10 drivers yeah, I would agree with that. I'm going to make my picks. Go ahead. I'll let you go first. And I, I wonder if you aren't thinking of the same two. 
I'm really going to go out on a limb here. Uh, you're probably say Stenthouse for one of them. Yes. I, oh, oh wow! I I didn't I did not have him down, but I did think of him. Yes. Just because he's been strong lately, yeah. and historically he's been good at Bristol. So yeah, he's, I, he's either going to pay off or he's really going to burn my ass. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and my other pick's Jones. Okay, I didn't think Jones, but I, I would say when I said 10, I would say he probably would fall in that 10. I but. really want to go Kyle Busch, but you know what? I'm going to change it up. Yeah. Unlike yeah. some people. So I was thinking about going Kyle Busch, and I went ahead and went Kyle Busch. That's one of my picks. Cause I don't how many times have I chose Bush this season. I don't think at all. Not a lot, really. I don't know if I don't know if I I think this might be the first time I've chosen. Well, Kyle I Bush can tell season. you, uh, you had him for Phoenix ISM. Okay. And he won that race, so screw you. Yeah, I did win like three races in a row. But anyway, so I got Kyle Bush, and my other pick is Keselowski. Okay. Is Keselowski traditionally good there? Uh, he's had some good runs there. I don't know his overall. Thing is, man, is yeah, the all these drivers do good. And to your point, ten, ten. There's a good solid ten drivers. But how many times, especially last year? Remember last year they moved it because of rain. It got rained out on Saturday. I'm sorry, Sunday, and they moved it to Monday. And like literally the, the first like fifty laps, like a lot of top cars were taken out, like Chase Elliott. A bunch of people crashed, crashed out. Remember that? Yeah. Um, and then, like two years ago, I think it was Blaney was like leading, and there was a crash in front of him, and he got swept up into that. Yeah, I remember that too. I mean, he was having a hell of a race. Yeah. And, yeah. and th- this will probably be the race that he actually wins because I don't pick Blaney. So actually, maybe I need to go with Blaney. Can I change? I'm gonna go with Blaney over Stenhouse. Okay. Should, should I change? That's I don't I Man. I wouldn't if I was you, but you know, go with your gut. If your gut is saying Stenhouse, then <laughs> that's scary. If your gut tells you to go with Stenhouse, <laughs> hmm. So Kyle Busch and Kozlowski. Now I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with what I got. So that that way, if their colossal fails, I can say at least I branched out and didn't go with heavy hitters like you did. What? What? <laughs> I'll stick with it. Okay. I'll, I'll diversify my funds this weekend. Jessica, take note. <laughs> she probably doesn't even listen to this. She I just, know, probably not. She just Facebook friends. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else, looks? No. No, I don't think so. Yeah, so it's episode we're going to try to keep a half hour. It's now over 50 minutes. So thank you, folks, for listening. <laughs> Uh, always, you know, we, we miss fan interaction. So reach out to us, say hi to us. Daniel Cameron, I want to know what your favorite thing about Ultra Fest was. Let us know. Educate Gas Man here what, what Ultra Fest is. He doesn't know what music is. I know what music is. It doesn't mean I listen to it. <laughs> anyway, folks, have a good week. We'll talk to you next week. And the checkered flag waves on this episode. Tune in next week to keep updated on all things NASCAR. Please like us on iTunes and follow us on Podbean. We'd like to hear from you, so reach out to us too at wreckingandracing at gmail.com. Thanks again and see you soon.